It all started with a dream. This is so stupid! <laughs> my whole life for this. <laughs> I got some things to say. I'm still slowly dying, but uh. hey, we all are. Good morning, Back Row Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And you're streaming the morning side hug. Completely loving, socially awkward, and decidedly Christian. We are a Back Row Morning Show exclusively on BackRowRadio.com. On today's show, things we're grateful for today. Plus, the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, today is May 4th, and we have a holiday to celebrate. It is. And if when Matt said the day, you didn't immediately think <laughs> of what the holiday is, then, then we may not be friends, my friend. Uh, it is Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Uh, the 1977 release of Star Wars changed Hollywood forever. Four decades later, we're still enthralled. Just last December, Star Wars episode five. What Nine. is that? Nine. <laughs> Roman numerals. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. I really don't. Uh, yeah, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker was released in theaters following the previous two movies of the sequel trilogy, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. The main Star Wars film franchise has come to a conclusion and The Rise of Skywalker is available for streaming on Disney Plus as of today. So may the 4th be with you. What is that word? It's party time on... <laughs> Tatooine? Tatooine. Come on. Goodness gracious. That is. Okay, but see, listen. Okay, here, listen. Location. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing, my friend. What is it? Four, five, and six are really the only ones that matter. Yeah. One, two, and three. Tatooine. Seven, eight, and nine. It's from four, five, and six. Are garbage. And I'm pretty sure that's the I've first never planet. seen Tatooine written I'm pretty out. Pretty sure that's where Luke lives. <laughs> I've never seen Tatooine written out. Tatooine? Tatooine? Listen, it's been so long. <laughs> Matt's going to edit all this out so that I don't look like an no, idiot. Not I know. Even close. Yeah. The first organized Star Wars Day took place in Toronto back in 2011. The event included an original trilogy. Trivia game show, a costume <laughs> contest, and a showing of a fan made tribute film. Right? Yeah, films, Several mashups, them, yeah. parodies, and remixes. In late 2012, Disney purchased Lucasfilm and has officially observed the holiday at Disneyland and Walt Disney World ever since. Okay, so. <laughs> Big day. I, well, I do feel better about this because I clearly remember when May the 4th became. Yeah. Like, it's a very recent thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we have May the 4th, cool. and then it rolls into Cinco de Mayo. And so I've always thought, wait, has has May the 4th, has Star Wars Day just been overshadowed by Cinco de Mayo all these years? <laughs> have I just paid Since more attention 70s? to a taco day than, <coughs> than Star Wars Day? I feel uh, like you're going to get people upset that you just... 
Why? That you just condensed all of Cinco de Mayo into a taco day. <laughs> okay, but I'm a white girl from the East Coast. <laughs> That's what it is to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Gosh. There is some historical and cultural stuff there. <laughs> but it's not my culture. And I don't mean that ugly. <coughs> you can address your emails to mo at backroom. That no, really sorry. is an email address. So. <laughs> All right. Oy. So it's been it's been a while. I've I've been on a couple of times. That's my excuse. It's month. been a while. It's been a while. I've been on a couple of times uh, this past month uh, with my solo ranting and ramblings. Uh, never as good. Never as good as a as a full show. With with uh, the moster here, that's your new nickname, by the way. I came up with that over the month. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, they've they've mostly heard what's been going on in my life, uh, completely overrun with uh, the duties of an entire church production team uh, for the past two months now. But what's what's life been like for Mo over April? Well. For those of you who do not personally know Mo, April is already a hard month for our family as it is because we have five members in our family and three of the five members have birthdays in April. So we start out on the 4th and then the 14th and then the 19th. So really right back to back (laughs) celebrating my middle son, my husband, and then my daughter. Well, then your oldest son was only, is he last month? No, he's March? December. Was he December? Was yeah. it that long ago? Yeah. He's a Christmas baby. Five days before Christmas. I felt like it was, okay. And Not then I'm, I'm all the way in July. And yet somehow everybody <laughs> still forgets about me. <laughs> it is what straggler. it is. It is what it is. So I spent April really trying to figure out how to celebrate and make birthdays a big thing. During all of this quarantining stuff. So, it's been fun. I enjoyed it. You've come up with a couple clever ideas. A couple clever ideas. ideas. I didn't want to just do, like, everybody's doing the birthday parade, which I think is amazing. I really want to continue birthday parades after COVID-19 is said and done. Right. I, I think they are so cool. To just see the faces of the little kids as you drive by and you've got 20 or so cars honking and singing happy birthday to them from their driveway. I think it's the coolest thing ever. It's a really neat way to to celebrate somebody. But I didn't want to just do it because I'm not like everybody else. (laughs) I'm a little bit different. I know this is a relatively new phenomenon, but even that is too old school for Mo. (laughs) <laughs> exactly exactly so um for my son what i did was he was turning 13 and for me 13 is just such a big it's a monumental yeah that's a that's a banner event yeah last year when my oldest son turned 13 yeah well it would have actually been 2018 because he turned 14 at the end of 2019 but it seems like this year are you following me no. Anyway. Not for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's been many years since I've followed you. <laughs> um, 
So in 2018, the end of 2018, when my oldest son turned 13, we made a big thing of it. He got cards from everybody all over the world who we've known. Okay, yeah, that's right. I remember that, yeah. He just got like flooded with tons and tons of cards and emails and texts and video messages. Well, I think that just because of the time that we're living in and, you know, people just uncertain with things, Canon didn't quite get the influx of cards. So what I did was I had um, people from around here in the middle of the night. He went to bed at about 1030. I set it up with his oldest brother that they all they had like a sleepover in. They all had a sleepover in Mila's room, which is the farthest room from the front door. Mm. So they couldn't hear anything. Um, They all went to bed. And from about 1030 until seven o'clock in the morning, friends came over and just drew all over our front porch and our driveway. They threw streamers in our trees and balloons and happy birthday signs and left little gifts for him. And so when he woke up in the morning, he walked outside. His last visitor came by at 8 o'clock and they sang happy birthday to him. And so as soon as he opened up the door and he's hearing happy birthday being sung from some of our friends and he's seeing all these messages, he's just like, what? happened (laughs) what is going on and he is not my like i'm going to show my emotions all over my face so i got a recording of him and i said so what do you think and he's like yeah it's cool neat (laughs) yeah it's neat cool Cool deal yeah and just walked away (laughs) um but at the same time for anyone who knows canon to just hear him say anything at all about it (laughs) anything complimentary at all yes this is a win (laughs) it is a huge win so um and he just loved it he kept kind of looking out his window all day his window faces the front yard and he just kept looking out his window all day to see the streamers and the balloons and i left it up for you know the majority of the day so i think that was really neat um for chris i had people i had such a good idea for chris and then it ended up snowing the night before his birthday Yes, it, it snowed April yeah. 13th here. A lot of snow. <laughs> a whole lot of snow. So I was going to do a drive-in movie because right next to our, our house, we have a big open field. It's yeah. a big open lot. And we have a little projector. I was just going to throw up a, a white, a couple white sheets on our front, the side of our fence, and then have everybody pull in to the field, stay in your cars, bring dinner, bring popcorn, whatever you want. And everybody just watched the movie from the projector. I thought that was going to be super cool. Yeah, it would have been neat. But it snowed. And <laughs> the field was disgusting and nasty. So at the very last minute, I am trying to wrangle everybody together and say, okay, this is what we're doing. Just come by. Everybody stand within six feet of each other. Sing happy birthday from our front yard. It'll be cool. He'll appreciate it. But... We also decided to put down new flooring in our house during this pandemic because, you know, if you're not doing house renovations, then are you really quarantining? (laughs) And we decided to do that on his birthday. And as we're pulling up carpet and trying to figure out this whole flooring situation, I'm trying to get him to stop for just 10 minutes so that he can be ready when the door rings. So he's not mid, like, elbows deep into right. to ripping up <laughs> carpet, you know? 
And so he's frustrated with me and he's like, why? Why do I have to stop? I'm right in the middle. I'm in a groove. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, please just stop. Just stop for 10 minutes. I mean, it's like this whole yelling fest <laughs> in the middle of the house. And I'm finally like, you know what? This is it. This is the last time that I do anything amazing for your birthday. I am done with trying to surprise you with stuff. <laughs> and after it was all said and done, people came over saying happy birthday. We did a little bit of chatting from our driveway. Um he goes inside and he gives me a hug and he's like, please don't stop doing amazing things for my birthday. <laughs> so, um, and then for Mila's birthday, we did a reverse birthday parade. So I had everybody send me their address. Everybody that wanted to participate shot me their address. And instead of everybody coming to our house, which would have been awkward the way that our house is yeah, positioned, yeah, where we live. Yeah. You can't drive through it. Yeah. Everyone would have to come, pull into your across the street neighbor's driveway, pull back out. It yeah. It would have been very strange. Yeah. <laughs> we are at the end of a street, and like I said, we have the field on one side of us, and it would have just been so And every awkward. other direction is a dead end. Yeah. There's only the one way in and out. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So... I decided a reverse birthday parade would be really cool, which she had no idea. So I decorated our car. We had balloons inside and the streamers on the outside. Happy birthday sign um, on the back. And so she comes out and I was like, we're just going to go run a couple errands, which she's absolutely okay with at this point in the quarantine. Yes, let's get out of the house. (laughs) So we go to get in the car and she's like, why is it all decorated? it's your birthday why not why not decorate the car (laughs) so she gets in and we make our first stop at a friend's house and she's like is this what we're doing is this a thing (laughs) and two hours later it took us two hours and 15 minutes to drive to every single house and our town is small i'm thinking this it's not gonna take that long (laughs) nope but we got the whole scenic route of the entire town of Clovis, but it was so much fun. And people went all out and decorated their driveways and <coughs> had little gifts and blue streamer or not confetti at her from their driveway. And it was, it was so much fun. So we had, we had at least twice as many balloons. Oh my goodness. Before y'all got there. And really? The just took them all away. So as soon as we pulled up, as soon as we pulled up to Matt and, and Deidre's house, they've got, this banner of balloons behind them and then they're holding big signs and Deidre had already texted me ahead of time just to give me a warning that Matt was going to up his game with this reverse birthday parade instead of us throwing candy like you know the cars Mm. do in a parade the person in the car typically throws the candy well it's a reverse birthday parade so Matt decided that he's gonna throw the candy at Mila so Deidre was like just be prepared just so you know, you didn't tell me. She told you. Matt, Matt has this this planned. <laughs> so we had the plan, and that then you know that was like we should throw candy at them. Yeah. And she's like, okay, just make sure you get something soft that <laughs> that that our kids won't hurt them with. Because our kids, they don't know their own strength, and yeah. they're really too young. They're, they're, they're going to get excited, and they're going to throw. And so I'm, I actually go. I'm at Walmart. And I'm looking at all the different kind of individually wrapped candies. I'm like, all of these are far too hard. 
Jolly Ranchers are out, completely out. No Jolly Ranchers. I'm like, I wish they had like, like individual peeps or something. You know, something yeah. really soft. And so the only thing I can think of is marshmallows. I'm like, well, they don't got individual marshmallows. So I just got three big old bags of marshmallows. I'm like, hey, we can throw those. At least they'll be soft. Yeah. And then like neither, none of the kids when it came around, none of them wanted to do it. Especially Johnny. Johnny's over in the far end of the grass, just all nervous. What's going on? I don't like this. Hiding behind the van. It was the sweetest thing. As soon as we pulled up, like all four of them are standing there and and I like to think that Eli still remembers who we are, you know, because mm-hmm, we don't does. we don't hang out nearly as much as what we used to. But he's standing there smiling, and Johnny's standing there, and then all of a sudden Johnny's gone. Where did Johnny go? <laughs> <laughs> and he's hiding behind the van on on the side of the yard. And oh, poor kid, <laughs> he's terrified. He has no idea what's happening. He's in. Well, no, it's not that. He's in this mode right now where. Any change in the people around him, hmm. he needs like five minutes. Yeah. Like, give me five minutes. Even if it's grandma, grandpa. Dropping him off at grandma, grandpa. He's all excited. We get to the door and he's walking up the door and he's getting really slow. Yeah. Really slow and awkward and doesn't want to talk and doesn't want you to look at him. Just for about five minutes. Then he gets settled in and he's having fun. So. Yeah. Had it been a longer encounter, I'm sure you would have. <laughs> he finally warmed up at the end, and Eli was the sweetest. Just he walked over to Johnny and tried to get him to come over, but Johnny was like, uh-uh, not happening. So he took the, <laughs> the marshmallows from Johnny and brought them over to Mila, which, FYI, Mila loves marshmallows. That's so good. that I was didn't like <laughs> the best gift ever. Also, when- I didn't realize how big the marshmallow section has gotten. Oh, All yeah. All kinds of shapes and flavors and... Yeah, it's like, no what? longer just the little white. I've been sleeping on marshmallows. Yeah. We used to tell Mila when she was about Johnny's age, she would wake up and go to the pantry before we were even awake. And we would wake up and find the bags of marshmallows just open, <laughs> like pouring out. So I used to tell her, you're going to turn into a marshmallow one day, child, because that's all that she would eat, marshmallows. So it was fitting that's funny. for her birthday. I do have a question. We got those strawberry and I think, were they green apple? Or something. Two different flavored okay. marshmallows. Did yeah. you try them? Um, No. The child ate every single okay. bag within a day. What I was curious of in the packaging didn't make it clear. Did they taste like the fruit or were they just shaped like the fruit? I don't know. I'll ask her. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah. They were it didn't good. Say, it didn't say strawberry flavored. It just said strawberry. strawberry marshmallows, but they're shaped like strawberries. Got it. I don't know. Yeah. I was curious. Right. She, uh, they were obviously good because they were gone before anybody else could get to <laughs> well, them. I'm glad. So I'm glad they were a hit. Yes. Um, <clears throat> the only other thing going on in my life is that Mo is forcing me to run a 5K. Hey! <laughs> I'm I so have, excited. For and this. I have convinced my wife to do it with us. So I'm s- like, that's you exciting. don't understand. That's probably <laughs> one of the best things that's happened. <laughs> so. It's the uh, it's the silo the district silo district marathons. Marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a five k, a half marathon, and a full marathon, and mm-hmm. then they do I think what they call the beast, where you run the, the challenge. Fi- uh, the challenge mm-hmm. you run the five k and either the half either or the, the full. half or the full marathon. Yeah, you get a special gift or whatever for yep. doing that. Uh, so we're doing the easiest route, we're doing the five k, which is three point one miles. Yep, which I think I can do. Oh, yeah. In the time allotted, which is an hour and a half. You have an You've hour got and it. a half. 
I can do that. I You've can do got that. it. I've I've walked a mile in 13 minutes. So, I mean, even if I just walk the whole thing, I could get it You've done. You've got it. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, looking forward to that. It's going to be in October. It was going to be in July. No. pushed it back. No, it was... Wasn't it going to be? I'm pretty Mm-mm. sure it said July. No, it was supposed to be a, the original day. They may have pushed it back. Oh, okay. To July. When Olive started, yeah. The original day was the last weekend in in April. Oh, okay. So, so it would have been I think last we week just then. had it. Okay. Yeah. It okay. came up on my so little... So it's been pushed back twice then. So assuming it doesn't get pushed back again, then this October... We'll have a story for you. The first weekend in October. I'll, I'll be filming my progress at least. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm super it'll excited. Be, it'll be, well, it won't be fun in the moment, but leading up to it and directly after it, it'll be pretty fun. You're going to have a blast. <laughs> you really are. I think that you're going to get there and be like, do you know that, that moment that you had when you went to your very first summit and you saw all the people that were there and you're like, oh my gosh. This is so much bigger than I ever anticipated. And then you got like that whole, well, I don't know. I got that whole like feeling of unity. Camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah. I had it. Okay. You saw the video of me just spontaneously becoming a greeter at that second summit I think we went to. That's the thing. (laughs) Yeah. I think that you you will have (laughs) the same kind of reaction there. You'll be like, Oh, my word. Will I, though? Or will we all be separated wearing masks and not allowed to, like, have fun? Do not. (laughs) Do not burst my bubble. This is in Texas. It's happening in Waco, Texas. There's no way that they're going to be like that. Yeah. No no government overreach has ever happened in Waco, Texas. There's no way. (laughs) There's no way. Sorry. Oh, gracious. All right, guys. Coming up next, sanitizing your insides. Oy. We'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. Morning side hug, a back row morning show here on Back Row Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And we're going to kick off the second hour with five random facts. Five random facts. It's I'm been excited. a month, but I'm y'all excited. probably thought that I had forgotten it, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, the phrase, I have a bad feeling about this, or I have a very bad feeling about this, is said in every Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. It's like the running line. I'm going to have to go watch them mm-hmm. uh, Boy band NSYNC made a cameo in Attack of the Clones at the request of George Lucas's daughter. They were edited out of the final cut. Bye, 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 Justin Timberlake. <laughs> really? <laughs> I want to watch the, the cut before just before the final cut. <laughs> <laughs> no physical suit of armor was ever built for the clone troopers in the prequels. Every single clone trooper was computer animated. Hmm. Which is lame. Hmm. Didn't build any suits? None. Come Zero. On, man. They saved money that way, Matt. <laughs> Did they, though? <laughs> I don't know. That crappy CGI was really expensive back then. Okay, so is it TIE or TIE? 
It's a TIE fighter. Is it? Yeah. Okay. The sound of a TIE fighter engine was created by combining an elephant bellow and a car driving on wet pavement. Interesting. <laughs> and lastly, Gary Kurtz, the original producer of Return of the Jedi, said that the uh, said that the early story outline. Huh, he, he said that in the early story outline, Han Solo dies and the rebel forces are left in tatters, with Luke disappearing into the wilderness. But George Lucas thought killing off main characters would hurt toy sales, so he changed the ending to a big Ewok party. <laughs> yep. That's the sad thing that you learn as an adult, is that the original trilogy, and pretty much everything that's happened since then, but especially the original trilogy, was mainly driven by the toy line that they were going to make out of it. Like they made crucial story decisions based on how it would sell in toys. So they saved money by, by not doing any body armor builds and strictly <laughs> animation, but they made money. Oh yeah. Through their toy, toy sales. sales. I think that's the biggest part of Star Wars. So I never sales. watched toy. Toy sales. Oh, I never, I never watched, watched toy, toy sales. sales. <laughs> I never watched Star Wars until, <clears throat> gosh, maybe eight years ago. It's been less than ten years since I started watching Star Wars. Really? Yes. Um, once the boys became old enough to be interested in it, Chris was like, we've got to watch this. Hmm. This is a big, huge part of our childhood that we have to show our children. And I was like, well, I never... It was never a part of my childhood, um, which, of course, probably would have been a deal breaker had he known that before he married For me. For real. But <laughs> <laughs> I, my dad, I grew up watching Star Trek. Yeah. And so I just kind of equated the two as the same. Mm, very and different. They are incredibly different. So I figured if I'm watching Star Trek, then I know what's happening in Star Wars. Duh. <laughs> Not so much. Um but yeah, so I don't think that I've had like that whole disappointing adult realization of the movies yet because yeah, I'm okay. still in like the childhood enjoy them, sit down and watch them. I gotcha. So see, uh, of course, the original trilogy came out before we were born, but you know I remember watching the prequel trilogy in the theaters yeah. every single movie when I was a kid and just. Loving every minute of it. Yeah. Don't really care for the first movie anymore. The Not the first movie, but the first episode. Yeah. Phantom of... No. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Phantom of the Menace. <laughs> uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, a lot of good stuff, but the pod racing scene kills it for me. I'm like, this goes on for an hour and 20 minutes. Let's just... Ki ki it doesn't really, but it feels like it. It feels like it goes on forever. I'm like, we could have made this a very short scene. It didn't need to be some weird middle-of-the-movie climax. So there are a lot of <clears throat> scenes within Star Wars that I feel like that. Really? Where they just go on just a little bit too long. Hmm. Could have ended two minutes ago. <laughs> Why are we still watching this? <laughs> but I also think that it, that's part of the... I don't know the word that I'm looking for, but that's part of the Star Wars feel yeah. is that... It just goes on a little too long. <laughs> a lot of like the Senate scenes and some of the other pre later prequel movies. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah that's, well, fun fact, not in your fun facts. 
uh, ET aliens are represented in the uh, Galactic Senate. And I think it's the third movie. Yeah. Like they are part of the contingent that votes to give the chancellor supreme power in the emergency So when I'm sitting there as a very uneducated Star Wars fan, I'm sitting there watching going, hey, they kind of look like E.T. That's like a real thing. Mm -hmm. Like my uneducated (laughs) observation is not as stupid as most people want to tell me that it is. Gosh. (laughs) Not dumb people. So here's my question. Uh, I guess more about what Chris prefers. Does he prefer to watch the movies in the order they came out, in the order of their episode number, or in the uh, machete order? Which you might not know what that is. I don't know what the machete order machete is. Machete order is, it starts with the original trilogy, but it's supposed to, pre- because it's supposed to preserve the... The big reveal of Darth Vader being Luke's father. And so you watch episode four and five. You watch the first Star Wars movie. You watch Empire Strikes Back. But then you essentially do a flashback from everything leading up to that learning about who Darth Vader is. Okay. So you get the big reveal at the end of Empire Strikes Back. I am your father. Blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Flashback. See Anakin's life all the way up through... uh, I don't even remember what the third movie's called. Revenge of the Sith. And then jump back into Return of the Jedi, picking up with Luke, and then moving forward. So, I, knowing my husband, guarantee that if he knew about this whole machete order, that's the way that he would want to watch it. Yeah? Yeah. That's my preferred. Um, But definitely not chronological. You don't start at one, mm. and Mm-mm. you don't. He if Between the two, he's going to start at four. And then watch them, what is it, four, five, and six, one, two, and three, and then... So watch them in, like, the order they came out, release yeah. order? release order, there you <coughs> go. Yeah, you definitely can't start with episode one, but it feels weird to watch all of the original trilogy and then jump back yeah. and then jump forward for no real reason. At least this gives it a kind of, I mean, it's an extended flashback, but it gives it that kind of feel of... Let's catch you up to here. That, and that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. That To watch it in that order makes... Uh, yeah. I... You know what? I should try it. Next time you'll go through them. We're actually... No. Listen. Here's the thing. Mm. What, what else do we got to do these days, right? <laughs> Tonight. We're, we are starting... We already did a Jurassic Park and World marathon, mm. which was tons of fun. Found out that our dog is apparently a velociraptor. Every time she heard the raptors, her little ears perked up and she sat straight up like to watch the TV screen. Mom? It was it was really sweet. Um so yeah, totally. We are going to go back and we are going to do a Star Wars marathon and we're going to go in machete order thanks to Matt. <sighs> okay, but before we move on, I was trying to figure out how to put this in there. Okay. I just have to give a shout out. Okay. To a dear friend who is probably my biggest, the biggest Star Wars fan that I know in my life. Okay. My friend Andrea from Italy. She's not from Italy. She was my friend in Italy. (laughs) Her two boys. She has two sons, Caleb and Gideon, and their middle names. Okay. 
Caleb Skywalker. <laughs> and I forgot Gideon's middle name. <laughs> oh, Kenobi. Gideon Kenobi. Oh, gracious sakes. They are the biggest Star Wars fans that I know of. And that's saying a lot because Chris's brother and my sister-in-law, Nick and April, they are pretty huge Star Wars fans as well. But Andrea and her husband, Josh, obviously take the cake. Just went, yeah. Went full out and making sure their kids are made fun of for the rest of their for lives. For the rest of their lives. Listen, they've said from day one, they were both homeschooled kids, so they've said from day one they'll homeschool their boys, so... <laughs> I don't think that they're going to get made fun of as much as we think they are. But, you know, shout out Josh and Andrea. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we all know by now because the, the media decided to run with it for a solid week. Oy. That President Donald Trump is not great with words. Especially when you take... A small section of something that he said when he was fumbling for the right word. Why are we acting like this is a new thing? (laughs) We're not, but this one just seems so blatantly obvious. But listen, I feel like we've known this since, what was that show called? The Apprentice? We've known this since then. We probably should have known this since he had his two second snippet on Home Alone, too. But... I've got the best words... All the words that I say are the best ones. We act as if we're surprised. Whatever people. Other people people think they use good words. They don't. They're charlatans. Listen, Trump is probably like my long lost uncle or something because (laughs) he and I with words were were right there together. (laughs) But the the point was, and I talked about this last week in my solo show, was they took, they took a section out they didn't play any of the media that you ever heard didn't play the full context where he clarified what he said in that same sentence again why are we surprised (laughs) the media has been doing this for years this is why i don't believe anything that i ever hear ever but my 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 uh my theory based on this though okay as to why they were running with this so hard of oh gosh don't drink bleach don't inject yourself with lysol is because they desperately wanted someone to actually do it. Well, duh. <laughs> they're like, well, so then, well, then the they could blame it on the Trump. The president said this, and now they're telling us not to do it. Well, I'm gonna do it because our president said it. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> the FDA is urging manufacturers to make hand sanitizer taste worse. That's our news story for today. <laughs> I have a <laughs> I have a really difficult time when it comes to things like this. Yeah. I think because after being married to my husband for 15 years just a little bit of him has worn off on me. <laughs> and he's such a like a, a I don't want uh, he likes to say he's a realist. <laughs> He's but such let's a, let's hmm. uh, <laughs> How do I put this? Let's be realistic. <clears throat> He's such a <clears throat> pessimist. His his mentality and standpoint on this is not a kind one. Which is if you're stupid enough to drink sanitizer and inject yourself with Lysol, Darwin can have you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What is it? Natural selection? Is that what it is? Am I uh, saying that right? 
Survival of the fittest. Survival. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's the same concept. But yeah, survival of the fittest, natural selection. Yeah. Yeah, his he he. If you're stupid enough to do it, you don't deserve to live. <laughs> Which is not. I'm. Now, yeah. Now. It's not the, the nicest thing, but at the same time, come on, people. The original uh, reasoning behind this is mainly children, because there are a lot of children who get into chemicals and stuff of that nature. But at the same time, hand sanitizer doesn't taste great now, right? Can't taste better than it smells, and it doesn't smell great. So it's not like kids are like, this is fun. Let's do this. Right. (laughs) But uh, it certainly made news now after all of this nonsense in the media. Um, But yeah, the FDA... Calls for the National Poison Data System increased 79% in March compared to the same time last year. To bring those numbers down, they asked manufacturers to make hand sanitizer less appealing to the taste buds. So far too many Americans, most of them children, have been ingesting hand sanitizer and other potentially toxic disinfectants since the start of the coronavirus pandemic. No, they haven't. (laughs) (laughs) No, they haven't. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, Show man. me one. Show you one. Show me the meaning. Uh, also, you know that guy, the couple who drank the fish tank cleaner? Hydrochloric-based fish tank cleaner? What about him? Well, the guy died. The wife apparently didn't really have that many symptoms. And now there's a murder investigation that she used this to kill him. Because there's already apparently been like several instances where she's been called uh, or where she's been like arrested for domestic abuse against this guy and said all kinds of stuff uh, publicly about her distaste for him and been violent with him in the past. And Listen... Quarantine will make you do crazy things. My goodness, yeah. I, I kind of wonder if they were doing house renovations during it all. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Oh, my gracious. <laughs> it's a lot of weird stuff going on. Don't drink uh, fish tank cleaner and uh, disinfectants are for, for the outside. Not your skin, just outside your world. Hand sanitizer for your skin, not your tongue. You can't sanitize your lungs with an injection. It's very good. You're looking into that. (laughs) I've seen that clip several times. I can tell. No one knew that we were going to have a a hop-in visitation from the president himself. President Trump. It's going to be going really fast. One day we're going to wake up, it's going to be gone. Meanwhile, it's May, everybody. It's it's May, and we're still freaking whatever. Coming up next. I'm okay with it. Let's get all this garbage out, because coming up next, finding good in this mess. We'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. Welcome 
to the back row ice cream shop. What flavor would you like to try today? All of them. All of them? What do you mean all of them? All of them! You got it, chum. Back row radio. Christian music in every flavor. Have them all. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on Back Row Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And uh, yeah, it's been a strange time. It's been a long time. It's been strange. A long, strange, strange time. time. <laughs> and of course, the longer this goes on, the harder it is to not complain about it and how we get kind of antsy and ready for, for things to mostly go back to normal and still don't even know if that's going to happen how that's going to happen but some places in america are starting to slowly open back up again new mexico not being one of them but <laughs> texas is though texas has started uh, it, i have found it very odd that we are following suit with california mm-hmm in everything. Yeah, it's been pretty much lockstep. California says something a couple days later, our governor. Yeah. And not Texas. Like, to me, we are not like California in any way, shape, or form. Well, I mean, I lived in Albuquerque. Albuquerque's pretty California. <laughs> Politically, when we're talking about Politically, that. sure. But economically... <clears throat> Oh, sure, yeah. No, and as a people population. <laughs> as a people population. As a people. As opposed to the population of doves in New Mexico. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> now I get you. I, I don't know. It's just not the wisest thing. Yeah. But whatever. I will, I will, I want to make, make note that I truly believe that even though uh, I disagree politically with our governor Mm -hmm. uh, in many, many cases, and I disagree with some of the decisions she's made during this time, I've watched several of her press conferences and I've heard her responses and I've kind of seen just her her demeanor. Mm -hmm. I genuinely feel like she thinks she's doing the right thing. I agree. And there's no real... I mean, again, all of this is kind of a crapshoot. We don't know what we're supposed to do to do the perfect right thing. And so all these governors are having to make this decision. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like hers is politically motivated. Any of the decisions she's made. Yeah. And so I have a hard time. hate on her. Yeah. I have a hard time. (laughs) Because a lot of people are, yeah. Yes. When I hear a lot of the, or see on Facebook, a lot of the, you know, just bashing of her, I'm kind of taken back because I like you I've watched these press conferences and her, seen firsthand her reaction to questions and how she handles herself and sure she's not the best but she is definitely 1000% not the worst and I really yeah. do think that like you said she's making what she believes is the best call for our state as a whole mm-hmm. you know I don't Again, I think that's crazy that we're following California. Right. <laughs> not another state a little more aligned in likeness to us. But. I don't feel like she's on a power trip. Yeah. There are certain governors in this country that I feel like are totally on a power trip. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like ours is one of them. 
even though I disagree with most of what she's done so far. Yeah. <clears throat> Anywho. Anywho. Let's talk about the things we're grateful for right now. There's, I, I may be like the one in 50,000, but I like where we're at. Yeah. You like all the stuff that's come out of this personally I, in your home? Not just personally in my home. What, what do you like about like the more widespread aspect of it? So there's some things that I feel like after all of this is said and done, and not just in the short term, but like 10 years down the road, I feel like we should still be following the arrows on the floor at Walmart. I'm not doing that now. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I've been saying for years, you treat stores like roadways. The right side and the left side. Oh, of course. I agree with that. Yeah. <sighs> I should not be walking on the right side coming head to head with another cart because that person doesn't understand how to travel through the store correctly. Especially in the big middle section where there is stuff in the middle of the aisle. So there's already like lanes made for you. You yeah. go that way on this lane and that way on that lane. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, don't, I get it. And <laughs> I've been so happy. Like I've seen so many. I have a certain friend who has no idea that this is what I do. So she will never listen to this. But um, she's a fairly new Facebook friend. And I've considered deleting her because... <laughs> Everything that she posts about is negative this, negative that. I hate going to Walmart. Blah, 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 blah. Who's, that's like herding cattle from now on, telling me I have to go in this direction and I have to go in that direction. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> you know, it was suggested kindly just by being a human being and, and the decency <laughs> out of our human race before COVID-19 for you to travel in this direction or that. But now... We're putting it on the floor for people <laughs> like you. And I'm I'm appreciative of the arrows. I'm appreciative of the six feet marks. That, no, I get that. Yeah. I appreciate, uh, give me my space, people. I do not need to be entering in my card number and you standing right over my shoulder. Back up six feet, please. <laughs> See, I like, I, I like the idea behind the arrows and, you know, aisles being one way. The problem with me is that I've been doing, I've been going to Walmart the same day every week for the last decade following the exact same route. And it is the opposite direction of what the arrows now say. And it is driving me nuts. Sure. But you're not dying <laughs> from having, it. No, no, no. But Change I have to keep, good. I have to keep. Going one up and then circling back and then doubling around. I'm like, no, this is messing me up. <clears throat> so I'm just having to go through the same aisle multiple times to get back on. So in that way, you <laughs> and Chris are so much alike. I don't like change. That's the thing. Chris <clears throat> hates change. I like the routine. And I tell him, but is it killing you? <laughs> no, it's not. Change is a good a thing. Bit. A little bit inside. You're dying inside a every time bit. you go, all right, Chris. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know why I do this to myself. <laughs> I don't know why I continue to bring people into my life who all think <laughs> the total opposite of how I think. <laughs> uh, one of the things I'm grateful for right now is my uh, kid's teacher. Yeah. Uh, her name is is uh, Miss Kincaid. Mm -hmm. uh, I think younger than we are. 
Uh, but, you know, she records, you know, the lessons that she's doing along with the kids. And it's just so clear that this was her calling. Mm-hmm. She is so... She loves it. in tune yeah. with the kids. And, and, and my son is picking up every single thing that she's saying. And she messaged me the other day saying... He's doing even better now than he was in school, and he did great at school. Yeah. And I'm like, none of that is me. I'm not, like, adding to your teachings at all. I yeah. sit in the room while he watches your videos and then That's does the all. work. That's all, yeah. And so, I mean, it's it's she, she does a phenomenal job. And so it also helps me realize I couldn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, I couldn't homeschool, period. But even just, like, being a teacher of young children – there's a like a video of some uh, mom asking questions of the world right now, giving us and one of the lines that there's teachers. How do you not choke these kids? <laughs> I'm like, yes. How? It's, it's how true. On earth? It's true. We had a really cool experience with one of our teachers as well this past week, which mm. I think. Yeah. So let me just preface this by saying I have loved the online teaching the the format that they're going the teachers are recording themselves and then keeping the recording so that if you didn't understand something if you didn't quite get something the first time you can go back and rewatch it right. which I think is brilliant I think it is genius it is the best thing to happen in teaching since day one I mean we can go back to like in the early 90s college classes and I think back to tape recordings how people used to take the little yeah, tape recorders that, yeah. you know yeah. in their college lectures to listen back to their professors and I did it so I wouldn't have to pay attention in class <laughs> I mean that works too but this past week is my middle son Cannon as he was having a really difficult time in math it's funny because he loves math he when that light bulb goes off he is literally dancing because he loves it so much. He mm. loves to get it and to understand it. But like me, it's difficult to make the dots connect a lot of times. Why does it, why does this equal this number? You know? Mm-hmm. And he's doing fractions and algebra and letters with math, whereas that's where I'm like, uh, no letters are for <laughs> writing, not for equations. You got a little English in my math. Yeah. <laughs> Can we separate the two, please? Um, so he's been having a difficult time. And I've been encouraging him, just go back and re-watch the recordings of your teacher. Now, his teacher is also our neighbor. She lives about four houses down from us. And this woman is one of the craziest people I have ever encountered in my entire life. Just truly insane. <laughs> she runs marathons for fun. Um she has competed in like bodybuilding competitions and she loves math like legit loves it <laughs> thrives off of it i wouldn't believe that she was an actual person unless i personally knew her because she's just a little bit out there <laughs> but i love her um and she canon was having a difficult time last week one day in particular, she texted me and she said, how about I just log on with Canon and we'll do a Google Meet real quick, just he and I, and he can ask me any questions that he has. And I said, perfect. So they log on. He sits down at the computer table. Halfway through, I can hear him in the other room 
really frustrated. I can hear him breathing heavy and kind of hitting his hands on the table. Um, and I hear her say, Cannon, are you okay? And she's known Cannon since we've lived in our house, you know, yeah. since before he was her student. I think I've told the story of Cannon hitting the boy with the skateboard because the boy ruined Topher's Pokemon book. Well, that that boy was her son. So oh, she knows she knows Cannon. She knows what makes him tick and the type of personality that he has. And so she asks him, Cannon, are you okay? And like nothing's wrong, he says, yeah, I'm fine. And I was like, no. That's when you say, no, I'm not okay. I don't understand. Can you help me? Mm. You know, but in that instance, she knew, okay, he's not okay. We're going to log off. Cannon, if you have any other questions, email me. Let me know and I'll, I'll help you. About 20 minutes later, she calls and she says, send him outside to sit on the sidewalk. I'm taking my whiteboard out and I will write this down for him step by step and show him so that he can see me and I can see him and we can figure this out together face to face. And that was exactly what he needed. He needed to be able to see his teacher physically, not just through a computer screen, but physically see her to know, one, she cared enough to take time out of her day to come sit on the sidewalk and two, that she was still there for him to ask questions. Yeah. You know, I mean, we go through this all the time with the trolls on, on Facebook. We're behind a computer screen. It doesn't kind of seem like the same. It's yeah. not as personal, you know, but to be face to face with his teacher again, he came inside a completely different kid, <laughs> absolutely loving math again. He was like, mom, I get it. It makes so much sense. And then the following day they did it again. They spent 30 minutes outside on the sidewalk across from each other. She's on one side of the street. He's on the other. And she's got her whiteboard out there giving him a face to face one on one lesson. And it's just things like that. It's teachers that are stepping outside of their comfort zone, outside of their norm. Oh, yeah. That's above and beyond. Absolutely. <clears throat> There's this, no obligation for her to do that. Exactly. And because, you know, because we're neighbors and, and friends to some degree, she and I have been texting. She has four children of her own, one of which is autistic. And she is a high schooler and, you know, an, another elementary student and then a middle schooler. She herself is having to deal with what I'm dealing with on the parent side of it, trying to get all of their schedules together and in line, but then also having to deal with her 90 plus students as a middle school teacher having, you know, six different classes a day and having to deal with their schedules and still making the time for the one student who's having a difficult time. It's just things like that. I I think it's restored a little bit of faith in humanity for me that people are not as selfish as we tend to think that they are. Yeah. I think initially when this whole mess started, we kind of were all cynical. Oh yeah. And it took a while for us to really realize, Oh, Hey, all of this good stuff is still happening. Mm -hmm. There are still tons of people out there who are revealing, you know, just how much, good humanity they're willing to spread into this world yeah uh, and i think i first really started seeing that with all the people jumping in to make masks at oh home. yeah mm-hmm. like that's when i was really starting to realize oh wow okay yeah this is kind of like after 9 11 we are kind of coming together and and mm-hmm. uh really trying to help each other for no other reason than the fact that we want to do something good yeah right now yeah. So, yeah, fantastic. We're out of time. Coming up next, we share something that we love. We'll be back in just a few with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio.
back to the Morning Side Hug as our show is coming to a close for today. But first, I want to share with you something that I love. Free trials, <laughs> especially during the pandemic. Uh, I've gotten so many free trials over this time. Let's see, free trial of, I think it was free trial of HBO shows on my Hulu account, which I got to watch uh, Barry. Have you seen that? No. With, um... Bill Hader, the guy from SNL. Nope. Anyway, really good show. It's about a, a hitman who stumbles into an acting class, realizes he wants to be an actor. He's terrible at it, but he wants to be an actor and not a hitman. And so it's him basically trying to enter the world of acting in Hollywood and at the same time trying to get out of the hitman business. And it's one of those like drama slash comedy things. Really good. Only two seasons of it. They're both only eight episodes long. Really good. Heavy on, heavy on the cursing, but noted. Very good story. Um, and then what was the other thing? Oh, the McMillions documentary, which is about how the first 12 years of the Monopoly game at McDonald's. There was this whole conspiracy in the background where someone stole all the top prize winning pieces and gave them away to other people. And it was this massive network uh, going on behind the scenes that McDonald's had no idea about. It was within the company that was producing the game. Hmm. And so all the big, big ticket winners, every single one of them for the first 12 years of this game was rigged. Interesting. And it was about how that happened and about how they found out about it. It's a fantastic documentary. Um, but yeah, we've had kids kids channel uh, free trials. Um, Vid Angel is still doing a free trial where where they they're the company that you can play your Netflix shows or whatever through their service, and it can filter out like profanity or. Or things like that. And then they also have their own stuff. They make a, a show called The Chosen. Which is an actual like serialized um, show about the life of Jesus. Hmm. Which is actually pretty darn good. Like it's really well made. It doesn't come off as corny. Uh, and they also do the Dry Bar Comedy. Which is a bunch of clean comedians. But they're not like specifically Christian comedians. But clean and still flipping hilarious okay uh, a lot of those but uh you know just there's still a lot of those you can take advantage of right now but I, I i really like the fact that a lot of companies came out and i know some of it is driven by hey here's a good chance for us to sneak into their home and help them realize how much they want us and then they'll just keep paying for us in the future i'm sure there's a lot of that involved you know marketing a soft marketing ploy but at the same time just the fact that they were willing to do that at all because i'm sure it was a bit of a profit loss uh, for this past month or last two months for a lot of these companies. You're like, all right, let's just give it away for free for a few months. Really cool. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Well, really quick. <laughs> I got to tell you, as I was, you know, pre-reading our script here, mm -hmm. it 
you misspelled trials. Oh, it does. I did, didn't I? <laughs> and it's it says free trails, and I was like, "Wow, look at Matt getting out there, out there, walking, exercising, Heck getting no. around on the trails." What? Heck no! He is really, really getting prepared for this five k. I am not even planning on training <laughs> at all for the five k. So I'm gonna go out there and prove you don't need to train. Hey, to run. <laughs> I've done many a 5K that way. <laughs> Actually, my ploy, my plan to run this 5K is to hire someone <laughs> to chase me with a knife. Knowing that if he catches me, he's allowed to stab me anywhere he wants. <laughs> I'm, I'm up for hire. What's that? <laughs> I'm up for hire. <laughs> Those wanted to stab me since day one. Day one. All right. Let's close out the show with our Bible verse for the day. Our Bible verse for the day comes from 2 Chronicles 30, verse 9b. For the Lord your God is gracious and merciful and will not turn away his face from you if you return to him. Thank you for joining us. There is a Back Row Morning Show every weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mo and I bring you the morning side hug most of the week. And Bubba and Anna bring you church nerds every Friday. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio and join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to Back Row Baptist. If you miss a morning show, you can subscribe to the podcast version of the Morning Side Hug on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most podcast apps, and catch up on the new Monday through Thursday shows. The podcast of our Throwback Thursday episodes are reserved for our Patreon donors as well as other bonus content and incentives. If you listen to Back Row Radio and want to support the work we do, please consider partnering with us by going to backrowradio.com partner. Any size donation will get you our private podcast feed. That's it for the show. We'll be back tomorrow. We hope you will too. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember that Jesus loves you. Yes, it's already May. And if you see us around, we'd love a side hug. Bye.